Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Six Rings King Show on a new night, Monday night now, baby. We're really excited, actually, to have Eric McLean on the show here, college football analyst, co-host of the Huddle. Coach. Yes. All right. <laughs> First touchdown of the year. <laughs> Bobby Hurricane, yeah. You know the name already. It's Mercy. <laughs> it's a six Rick Kane show. Can't forget the name, yo. Got jazz, blue, vision, DJ, break the game code. Ain't no changing up, ain't no breaking up. Real poor alive from the hall. Ball 14 for the orange or green. We see the six ring champs. It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond a hundred yards of hurricane. What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane Sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go, Canes. Hello, and welcome to another Six Rings Cane basketball show. Melissa, um, we have anything on the agenda today? No, just, you know, one of, like, the best coaches in Miami Hurricanes history coming on the show today. So, kind of a big deal, sort of, kind of, a lot. Maybe a little bit. (laughs) Maybe a little bit. Shout out to Anthony in the chat. Anthony, we did see your questions. I think we, we kind of were planning on covering some of the same ground, so... You should you should get your answers there. Um, yeah, we're if you can't read the bottom of the screen and don't know what, what, what Melissa was talking about, uh, Coach Katie Meyer will be joining us in a few minutes um, to talk it's about. Been a, it's been a whirlwind twenty four hours prepping for this show. <laughs> we might have over prepped, uh, but uh, we'll Probably. be ready to go. We'll be ready to go. I'm sure she'll a little nervous. A little good. nervous energy thirty minutes before the show. I'm like, Vish, what hoodie do I wear? <laughs> I like the hoodie choice, though. I think it was a good good selection. So like, I, I, think, I, had, I think I had you to brought go your with something classic. You know, I had to get orange and green, and and ironically, or incidentally we kind of match yeah inadvertently <laughs> i think is probably what we're going that, for that, yeah i was like we didn't mean to do that but we sort of match in the whole orange adidas miami situation going on so good stuff yep and uh so coach Mar will be with us in a few minutes so we're going to talk women's basketball and we'll also talk about the men and and all the goings on over there there's been a commit since the last time we uh we talked men's basketball so we'll definitely there, run that there down. was like there was like a commit and a half because for about 24 hours, we thought another player in the transfer yeah. portal was coming to Miami that me and Vish kind of blew off and then he committed somewhere else today. Yeah. So. so we feel, we feel better about that. Now we feel pretty good about how that played out in the end that, uh, unless that was our bad juju. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I look, we gave an honest evaluation last week on the show and then it looked like he was actually going to be a hurricane. And we, we were yeah. that, at least not. He's a hokey, so that that'll you know, he can uh, he, he, he can beat him he twice. Can, yeah, so he, <laughs> he, can, he can take those losses against us. So uh, 
Yeah, as we kind of But more wait. importantly, there's a lot going on with women's hoops. Yes. A lot going on with women's hoops. So excited to talk about that and from the number one source well well I, I think i think we're we're all excited to talk about that so 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 what do you think Melissa? should i bring our guest in of course let's go all right <laughs> let's let's do that so joining us now on the uh, sixth rings canes women's basketball show uh with melissa and vishnu is head coach of the hurricanes women's basketball team katie meyer coach meyer thank you so much for joining us <laughs> thanks i had to be like a technical wizard to figure this out so <laughs> That's oh, Fish's fault. Yeah, yeah, I guess so I'll, I'll take I'll take the blame for that one. I guess um, <laughs> I'm like, okay, let me just log in, and then it, I got all sorts of errors. But Google Chrome, we solved it. We solved it. All right, well, that's that's. Great. How are you guys? Good, good. Excited to talk to you. It's it's an exciting time. Very excited. It's an exciting time <laughs> for the women's program. We think. Yeah, we're tired. And you're our first guest. You're our first guest officially on the hoops yeah. portion of this network. So we're very excited. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, you know, you know, they, 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 they say you should like, you know, start slow and build to the top. We went right to the top and got the best guests we could find. So, uh, exactly. And, and, and that way, we're never gonna top this, but we're 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 comfortable with that anyway. So. Oh my god, uh, you guys are awesome. I, I'm happy to be on. So before we talk about the awesomeness that was the team this past season, and then kind of looking forward to next season, we'd love to kind of hear about you and how you got into basketball and coaching and. Any maybe any idols or mentors that you had getting into the into the coaching field? Yeah, um, I, I was um, not sure. I mean, I love to teach. You know, I got my master's in teaching English at Duke, and I, I thought I would teach. And um, I didn't think I didn't know if I could handle the emotional upheaval that is coaching, right? So I kind of avoided it. But every summer I'd go home, whether I was at Duke or playing overseas, and I'd come home. And I'd work with Doug Bruno at his little camp, um, little camp. He had like 11 sessions. He'd have like 400 kids a session and the coach of DePaul. And that's where my real dad played. So my, I have a biological father that I never met that died um, before I was born um, when my mom was pregnant with me and he played at DePaul. So Doug, you know, DePaul, Doug, all that, Chicago. So I'd work Doug's camp all the time and just fell in love with like just teaching, you know, it was just like summers full of teaching and teaching and teaching. So uh, when I played overseas in Belgium, um, I got this contract and I was like, oh, I'm a pro, you know, and I thought I was really cool. And then they were like, oh, yeah, can you coach this little team? And I was like, no, that's not on my contract. Like, that's not part of the deal. Like, are you going to pay me more or what? You know, and they're like, uh, please, please. You know, <laughs> I was like, well, OK, if you said please, I'll do it. So I started coaching a little team over there and I just loved it. So that was it. I was done. Yeah. Sounds 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 like a, a nice little <laughs> progression into the field of basketball. Yeah, one of, one of those happy accidents, I guess, right? Yeah. Okay, so obviously last year was was an amazing year. Can you talk about kind of your feelings coming out of making the Elite Eight after I guess years of kind of knocking on that door of the Sweet Sixteen and kind of going into Indiana and winning and then actually progressing past that into the Elite Eight? Yeah, on paper, you know, it wasn't our easiest path, uh, but I liked the matchups. I liked them, and we'd run into some tough matchups. I mean, every time we hosted it, it felt like we pulled Florida Gulf Coast, and I was so happy to beat that team. I didn't even care what was next. I mean, it, you know, you play in 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 Florida, and um, if you get to host uh, the first rounds, 
Uh, no matter what seed you are, they're going to make Florida Gulf Coast the opposite seed. I mean, it's crazy. So if you're if you're a three, they're going to make them whatever, you know. And um, those were hard and um, just grueling. So and and then we ran into a couple opponents that were really good, like Quinnipiac and stuff. Um, but this particular matchup, I liked it. And then as we marched forward, I kept thinking, you know, these are good for us. Like these are really good. Um, some of my other teams um, might have done better. I, I don't know, but this particular team really liked somebody that we could lock up, you know, that we could ball pressure. And we really liked being able to sort of get by them off the bounce and all, all the teams we sort of had in our draw, we could do those two things. So just a, a quick follow up on that. So what were you thinking the Oklahoma state game? I know it's been, it was so many wins after that halftime. This you're reading my mind down, down, <laughs> down 17. Yeah. What are you thinking at that point? Because from there, it just took off like a rocket ship, won that game, beat Indiana, beat Villanova. Yeah, yeah. After we beat Indiana, the best question ever, maybe in at press conference, was the guys like, um, so like uh, six quarters ago, your season was over. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you are correct. Uh, at halftime against Oklahoma State, there was a little bit like, what? Like, gosh, I mean, I wasn't expecting it. Um, but we got real logical real quick with the staff and we stood outside the locker room and we all looked at each other like, um, what's going on? Like we had missed 10 layups. Uh, they had banked in three shots. Uh, two of them were threes. Another one was a two at the buzzer, like banked, clanked, whatever. So there was nine there. Yeah. 10 points on layups. I'm like, that's 20. I mean, that's like 19 points. We're down 17 guys. We're fine. You know, we're fine. But the thing is, is like, the players were in the locker room and we could hear them and they were very calmly talking. They weren't complaining. They weren't yelling. They were, they were just calmly talking. And when we walked in, they were just like, coach, you, you don't have to say anything. Like we're good. And I was like, really? And they're like, we are good. And I go, well, here, here's the great looks we've got. Like, this is what we've missed. Um, defensively, we're actually guarding pretty well, you know, um, but we have to score to press. We planned on pressing this team. You got to score on offense. Your defense will pick up. You guys will feel, you know, your energy will come. And and it, it was like this whole thing of just collaboration and no big adjustments. And uh, my credit to my team, they did it all. It was definitely a fun second half to watch. I mean, <laughs> I feel like a genius because at halftime I tweeted something like that. Like we're missing layups. They're banking in shots. It's fine. <laughs> We're a good defensive team. They're not going to keep banking shots in, and we. Can I, I will say it was it was the most nerve wracking uh, and a uh, tournament uh, in the history of Miami for both men's and women's. Watching both teams go that far, me and Vish are already planning how we can get to Phoenix and Cleveland next year if we both teams make the Final Four. Please, um, no, but I mean, God, the the I, I don't. I don't. Re I don't get nervous till I watch it afterwards. Like I already know the outcome, and then when I'm watching, I'm like, oh my god, that was oh. ridiculously close. But during the game, you're just like thinking logic, emotion. You're just playing. But when I watch them afterwards, it's kind of funny because you think after 30 years I'd be okay. But no, I get nervous. But it's already over. 
Yeah, in Oklahoma so State, I, I'm a nervous a... wreck watching the whole time. I <laughs> yeah. couldn't even watch the second half of the men's elite eight game. I was too nervous. No. <laughs> yeah, and, and and you know, Oklahoma State actually had a shot to to win at the end after they called a five second violation after three seconds, which I still haven't forgotten about, even though it ended up not mattering. No, but... <laughs> and then you know, he had it wrong. I had a timeout left. Like they were acting like I was Chris Weber. I'm like, no, I had a timeout left because. They the refs had challenged the timing on a call and they came to the huddle and they said, hey, listen, um, after this big, long thing, you really don't want a timeout, do you? And I said, I don't have to use it. And they said, no, you have two left. I said, great. So people kind of miss that. But we yeah, we I actually to, missed that until you just brought that up. One, I thought I was counting 1001, 1002, 1003. And I didn't. And I said timeout very casually in the whistle blew. So you so, see me. I go to my board. I'm like, great. We got so, this. So I'll, I'll do you one better. A, that was a very quick I, five I, I, picked, I, I pulled up the watch ESPN thing where they have like a counter going because it's a it's like right. a replay feed. It was three and a half seconds because there's a oh, counter I know. doing it the was, game clock. So it wasn't just like, it wasn't even close. But okay, you know, and even if, let's say we didn't have a timeout and then he called the quick one. But like the fact that it didn't grant my timeout as I'm standing there like was, I mean. Well, I the ball know. was in. At four yeah. seconds, so yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't anyway. I, I was casual, like cool timeout. I, I, I hold grudges, so I'm still not happy about we that. Still, even we still got that game, though. Yeah. We still won. I, I had him good. on the next game. I had him on the next game. We, we can laugh <laughs> about it now. The next game. I was like, really? Now we got to beat Indiana with you, but we did. Yeah, you got you got you have fans in the game. chat who's also one of our co-hosts on another show, so we'll we'll, we'll definitely show <laughs> to you. Uh, definitely the goat, but. After that amazing run this past season, um, a lot of players have, have moved on, um, and we've got some very exciting transfers coming in. So I was wondering if you wanted to kind of talk about some of those those players coming in. Uh, we talked about uh, we talked about Jada Patrick and Lamaya Hilton on our last show, but since then we've had two more transfers that are that are coming in. So I was wondering what yeah. you saw on them and what you expect uh, coming from them this next season. Right. Yeah. Um, so we'd had the papers, but a couple of the players wanted to do their own release. So we kind of had, I was kind of quiet about it. Um, but we felt, we felt really good. Um, Jada is, uh, she torched us, you know, she played in the Watsco center yeah. and dropped 24, 25, 26. I don't know, but we couldn't stop her and just, you know, she played at Duke too. So there's a couple games where I've coached against her and, um, she's really special. She's really, really cerebral, really great. Uh, Columbia made it to the finals of the NIT and, and they should have been in the NCAA. So a great program, great coach. Um, coach and I are friends, you know, in, in the Ivy league, they don't, they don't give you your fifth year. Uh, they are, they're not doing that COVID year stuff. So we've known for a while that she might be available. And, um, you know, it was great to be able to get her. Um, and she was kind of the first one that stood up and said, you know, this is what I want. And that helped because we had a lot of visits. I mean, it was crazy, uh, I've eaten a lot of dinners and I am trying to work it off, but um, I have another one tonight. Just that's most I can say. So um, we are fat, but we are working. And uh, uh, so Jade is really fun. And then um, Lamayo is just, I mean, you're going to see a Morgan Stroman type quality to this kid. You're going to see a Julia Williams type quality to her. Um, there's things she I can like do on the basketball guys. court that people can't do. Uh, she's going to need some, she she wants development, so that's why she came. She wants to be coached hard, so that was great. Um, and then, you know, Allie Stedman is uh, 
just a bucket maker. And, and that's really, I mean, you kind of do a search and you kind of figure out like, well, who's like five, four, three, two, one, who's creative and figures a way to put the ball in the basket. And she does that for you. Uh, absolutely high IQ. We have not known each other that long, but boy, it was quick and it was fun. Like our conversations are, they're fun. Um, they're, they're creative. It's, it's high level stuff. And we laugh and, and she gets it and she's, got a quick mind and she's ready to roll. And, um, and of course, I mean, I mean, Cheyenne Day Wilson is, yeah, she's very special and uh, very special and highly coveted. And um, she came to Miami for the right reasons because she knows the people she does. And she's really, she really invested in in the people. Um, she's got a couple friends on the team uh, who have told her how happy they are and that helps. Yeah, and she was the one that uh, obviously we follow the ACC pretty closely because because we're in it. Yeah. That that you know was a very very known commodity to, to us in terms of just one of the better players in the ACC. She's electric. She's yeah. electric. You know, she'll she'll. But I mean, you know, we play a lot of players, and you know, our guards exhaust themselves. So you know that we don't. You know, our guards. If you're a guard on our team, you're probably defending 94 feet, and then you're pushing the ball and the tempo and this kind of thing, and just you know. So, I mean, she's going to mix right in, but we need depth in the guard position. I mean, a lot of depth, and then, and we got it. Yeah. So kind of talking, shifting a little bit to the, the existing players, I was wondering if there was any update on, on Latasha Latimer after her, uh, yeah. her injury last year. She's, God, injury really like we're, we're, we're beating Michigan at the time she gets hurt. And, um, Tasha's one of those kids that in practice you're like, okay, she's got some qualities. But in games like her level just shoots up. And it, you know, sometimes as a coach, you just some kids are just gamers and they just are, and she is because she's really calm. So she's not gonna like make a scene or whatever, but then like she's gonna drop 20 on you and get 10 rebounds and you don't notice and really smooth. Um, so when she had that injury, I was devastated for her. Um, I'm getting to know her too, you know, she was new and um, but I think in, in August, she probably could be ready to, on the foreign tour, but I don't think it's going to be smart to play her, but she's going to be, she's on that, that time frame. So she's, she's okay. just, super. she's really a special offensive player. We probably would have had more than 42 points against LSU if we had Sash. Like, we don't need to talk about that kind of stuff. Our defense was elite that game. We talk about that all the time, how, like, LSU yeah. put up, like, over 100 points and, like, you held them to yeah, you so gotta know your team. Like, ah. you, yeah, you got to know how you can control the game. And in that particular game, yeah. you know, we had to try to control them on the yeah. defensive end. Yeah. And then that was a defensive clinic right there. That was such, that I defensive Iowa, was such a great game. I have game. like 52 at halftime. I said, what is going on? What is going on? Right? Yeah. So but I will say in the, yeah, in the tournament, it was such a joy to watch Jasmine Roberts kind of just like jump and leap to like new bounds. Mm -hmm. She blossomed. Um, do you think uh, any players are going to take even a, a bigger leap next season that we're on this team, on this tournament run? Anything you're looking forward to? Yeah, I do. You know, um, we're pretty clear and we're pretty um, vocal about that leap between your freshman and sophomore year. Um, we don't mess around with it. You know, if our freshmen kind of absorb and understand and have like spurts of excellence, um, our, our, our system's it's more cerebral than people know. Like it's hard to sort of get it. Um, 
but the point is like, it's going to be a struggle at first. And then you'll get to the point where you play free and you're like, Oh, this is easy. I mean, destiny told jazz, like jazz hang in there. Like it gets really easy. It just seems complicated at first. And, and I think that's so when you, you talk about like Kyla and Lazaria Z Spearman, like they got to make that jump because they show such flashes of brilliance. But if they make that jazz leap, you know, watch out because they're both they're both pros. They're very, very talented. That's a final four run in the future if that happens. <laughs> well, speaking, you, know, you mentioned Des you mentioned Destiny Harden. Uh, she got drafted in WNBA. Have you spoken to her and and oh my God, you expect yeah. from her into the pros? <laughs> yeah, I, she's leaving tomorrow. Uh, she hasn't left already. Um, and uh, no, of course. I mean, Des and I are. We're family. I mean, Chicago girl, yeah. known since she's in eighth grade. Um, you know, we we had actually, I guess I can say this now because Chai was on her visit and um, we were at the Rusty Pelican and I had some information um, that I thought Chicago was going to pick her in the third round. And um, so we're kind of, I'm like watching the draft, but I didn't want to say anything in case Des didn't get drafted. So we were just kind of at dinner and I kept looking up, you know, like, uh, mm, yeah. And I'm like, hey, 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 um, Chicago's picking right now, trying, and then they didn't. They picked the kid from Virginia Tech, and I was like, okay, okay. And then two two picks later, Phoenix picked, and I mean, I went ham. I went nuts. I was like, oh my god, Disney, Disney Harden is jumping up and down. The phone's ringing. The Rusty Pelican. Everybody's looking at me, but um, you know, and then and we had a couple of players there with us, and so it was just a great moment. And uh, Des was first one on the phone. Less like couldn't believe it. She was so excited, so proud. Yeah, I was actually I doing, a yeah, I was, I was doing a show, <laughs> our, our football show, and I started, I guess I had an involuntary reaction because our, our host that's in the chat, like side text me, he's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm just very happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Destiny's just somebody you just got to yeah. root for ever, I mean, she forever. Is, she is, she She'll is, never she let is. you down. She, she's... She's as raw and authentic as your upper find. Super, super. She's fun. gonna be one of those people that's synonymous with the the program forever. Like yeah. you mentioned, women's hoops, and people are gonna be like, "Oh, Destiny Harden." Like yeah. that's that that's what like, like mean, the heart and soul. Two of the biggest wins in the history of the program. Des finishes at you know Louisville and the ACC and at Indiana. I mean, come on, like, yeah. I'd say those. That's are. what I thought of when she hit that shot versus Indiana. I was like, "It's Louisville all over again." Same play. Same I still, I still play. put the the last like ten minutes of that Louisville game on because like the shot was great, but she scored like fifteen points in a row. Oh, I watched <laughs> I watched the highlights on YouTube of that game right after the Indiana game finished. I pulled it up on YouTube. I'm like, I need some Destiny Harden, like, <laughs> like. I don't know, whatever, like, vibes in my living yeah. room. So let me throw that on and watch some more. <laughs> right, same so exact play call. Different shot, but same exact um, isolation for her. And uh, the best part about that little game, ACC tournament last year, was that I called one play for Kelsey Marshall because it's – I mean, Kelsey was always the one right. to hit three, and we needed a three. We were down a little bit. and said if we hit a three right now and get it to, like, seven, you know, they're going to they're gonna start getting nervous and – so I call it after free throw. So we're screaming like I didn't want to waste the time out. So, you know, Louisville shooting a free throw. I'm yelling the call into Kelsey and she's going, what, what? And I'm yelling the call and she goes, for me? No, call it for Des. I was like, okay. And so we swapped out the position and Des hit it. And Kelsey was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think she had everything. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. 
So, so I, I do know you, you have to run. Just one, one last kind of question here. Uh, this is off the wall a little bit. Um, uh -oh. so, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. No, no, it's, it's not nothing bad. Nah, don't be I, I, you know, I, I wouldn't bad. do that to you. You know this. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so this is kind of our new women's basketball show. We don't have a name for it yet. So Six Mers Canes is kind of the umbrella for all of our Canes coverage. So do you have any thoughts on a good name for a, a women's basketball show? Wait, the Miami women's basketball yes, show? Yes, yes. This show yeah, covers. Yeah, like just hoops in general. We're just covering hoops. Hmm. Buckets. And, and, That's the name of my boat. Buckets. 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 All right. We, we might have to do it because, I mean, coach coach called the play, so we got to run it. <laughs> <laughs> and just, just as, as you're leaving, our co-host wanted to chime in. Thank you for, for coming on. And uh, totally. I will say, just as an aside, as, as I know you do have to run, but anytime I mention your name to anyone, I get the same exact you know, great coach, better human being. That always comes oh, across. So, so yeah. that is... We had a good 10-minute discussion on one of our shows about how Miami has the best hoops coaching duo in the country. Yeah, um, you know... And then we it's... went on for 10 minutes gushing about you and Coach L. So <laughs> we do Thank it a lot. <laughs> I just know it's a it's the highest compliment of the coach if your players um, play hard and they play with joy. You're doing something right. And my kids play hard and so does Jim's and, and they play with joy. It can be that simple. Yeah, well, yeah, again, well, Coach, thank you so much for, for joining us, taking some time. I know we said we'd get you out of here by 6.15, so you're in a little long. I was enjoying myself. Uh, we're much. good. We're good. I got um, one more dinner, and then I'm going to just do cardio every morning for two weeks. But I, I will say, when you if you could, if you don't be a stranger and you can come on, on the Buckets show uh, <laughs> next time. Anytime, Coach. Anytime, anytime you, you want to come, 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 come on. Anytime, come on, guys. Thank you. Thank Take you. care. Thank you so much. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Should we talk a little bit more about some of the women's transfers that are coming in? Um, yeah, Coach Meyer addressed them a little bit, but, you know, there's only so much. We only had a few minutes with her. So um, I think we should talk about um, Cheyenne, Cheyenne first, because I know when she committed, you messaged me <laughs> in, like, a fit of excitement. Yeah, um, so, so just a little background on her. She was ACC Freshman of the Year two years ago, and – Duke kind of switched up the way they play. Carol Austin was their coach. Um, so let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah, so, well, so Cheyenne Day Cheyenne, Wilson, just to Cheyenne Day Wilson, who Vish had a heart attack in DMs about. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she, she again, ACC. Two years at Duke. Yeah, ACC yeah. Freshman of the Year two years ago. One of the best players in the conference over the last two years. Um, Carol Lawson's their coach, expanded their rotation big time. They're just rotating a ton of players in there. She didn't get the touches and – and look, she did the previous year, so her numbers went so down a little bit. But her her freshman year, she averaged where where we see here, twelve point seven points per game, with about four assists. Her men, and last year she averaged about eight points a game. But her percentages are amazing. She's averaging about thirty percent from three. Um. Yeah, she, and I she's. Can't read my handwriting. She, so. she, well, well, she's she's a playmaker, <laughs> big shot yeah. player. Like the ball's gonna be in her hand a lot. This is she is. A, she's and defensively, a star. defensively, she's. I'm um, elite. 
Like, yeah, yeah, and, and absolutely. And, and that's, that's a requirement. Anyone who follows Katie Myers' teams know that defense. If is you don't play defense, you're not playing. I mean, yeah, that's that's for for Coach Myers. She's gonna defensive. step right in there and yeah. be an elite defender. Um, and, and just so people understand the level there, she was one of the top ten players in the transfer portal. So that, yeah. that was that's and why again, I freaked ACC, out. <laughs> like freshman, like she she her yeah. first year at Duke was insane. So I mean, she she comes in and. I mean, I don't see how she's not a starter. No, no, she's she. I, 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 I mean, one of the questions <laughs> we didn't get to ask Coach Myers, she mentioned she was. She kind of sort of answered it because she talked about how yeah. she's going to rotate a bunch of guards and all that. But there are five, six starting quality guards on this team. Like this is, which is awesome. Well, it's I like, mean, with these, the transfers that are coming in, these I are mean, these are first world problems, but. uh I feel like they're it's like be, all guards. <laughs> yeah, they're mostly. I think. I think. I think Hilton can probably play behind uh, Jazz, maybe. Um, but mm-hmm. but yeah, there and because we still have. She she mentioned she mentioned uh, Jalea on 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 the show. Like Jalea's still here. Yeah. Lachey is still here. <laughs> and so we have four guards that are actually starting caliber, and <laughs> so I guess she's gonna. I mean. Well, what I think is going to happen well, is... I mean, if you watch our show two weeks ago, we were talking about how we had height and no guard. So I think yeah. Coach Meyer... <laughs> yeah, and that was actually... Kind of fixed that. And, that. and that was really encouraging news on Latasha, too, that she'll be ready in August. I, I just, they're not going to rush her back, but obviously that's well before the, uh, the season. So, um, so like, she should be good to go. That just gives us more size. And like she's, she's a gamer, good offense off the bench, because I think she's expecting... She answered your question, I think. You know, what I've been telling people, she confirmed it, which is, like, Lazaria and Kyler are awesome. Like, they're going to be yeah. studs. You can tell she was like, they need to take that leap, but I think she's expecting it to happen. Is... And and the leap that, that Jasmine made, yeah. just in the tournament, I can't, I can't wait to see what she does next season under, like, dude, I'm very excited. I mean, and we lost a bunch of players, so – I think the ball is going to be in her hands even more than it already was. So. Yeah, and and if you look at who we lost, it was obviously the, it was Destiny's the big biggest one, right? I mean that's yeah, that, that, for that's sure. a tough one. Actually, I think the second biggest one might be Carla Ariovich, just because she brought a lot of leadership, was a good teammate, mm-hmm. kind of held the locker room together. Like it was actually interesting at her senior day. You know, they have like your family and all sitting out there. Like Kyla mm-hmm. Oldacre walked out with her. That's a true freshman, but she had like they forged that relationship so strong that like was walking out with her on her senior day. Like I think that we're gonna miss that in the locker room. Frankly, like Haley was really good. Hannah was not as good, but still brought a lot. But I mean, the players we bought it brought in at that from a skill standpoint, it's. I mean, I don't want to. I will say, say it's not I enough. Say- I don't want to say it's an upgrade, but it feels a lot like an upgrade. I, I'm gonna say like missing Haley Cavender's like va- ice cold veins from the free throw line, man. Just like anytime it was a close game and you just put the ball in her hands, you know she's making that free oh, throw. No, she, she was. I, I think. I think one of the things that I certainly I should have known better because Coach Meyer won't take players that aren't like this. But um, mm-hmm. for both of them, one of the things I didn't realize until I saw them play is just how like intense they are and how locked in they yeah. are. Like both Haley and Hannah, are, like when that ball is in play. All the TikTok yeah, they, stuff goes away, and they are just people, they're killers. People make these assumptions yeah. because they're on social media and all these things, but those girls can hoop, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, they, I'm pretty sad they're not coming back, but 
Yeah, but and then you look I at who. Um, I mean, I who feel we brought like, in. I feel like that's yeah. why. It's and then Coach to... Myers, like, she's got another dinner tonight with a, a possible transfer. Like, insane. Yeah. Like, she's just. I I wish we could have gotten some more insight to maybe like maybe the position or whatever. So so um, <laughs> I I think that might be the dinner might be with the twenty four. Um, oh, twenty four. That's why she okay. wasn't allowed to talk about it. Um, Oh yeah, and also obviously we landed one last week that we talked about as well, yeah. which we're not allowed to ask. If people are wondering why, yeah, yeah she, I knew. Yeah, we can't we can't talk about uh, incoming recruits. They have to be signed, right? They have to be signed, and then I'm not I'm not sure when we can talk about the uh, the I, the transfers are different. I think when they're still um, in high school, I'm not sure when we can. Yeah. yeah, I think when they sign, I think we can, but they don't yeah. sign this early. So, but yeah, we did. I mean, if no one, if 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 you didn't listen or watch the show last week, we did uh, land a top 50 recruit in the 2024 class, N.A. Adams, um, who's a point guard, who is a ridiculous baller um, and like already has over a thousand points in her high school career and still has a season left. And it's been the Gatorade player of the year in New Hampshire two years in a row. So that 2024, we're already bringing in one baller and we'll see what else uh, Coach Meyer uh, can do. My assumption would be is we're going to, you know, kind of succeed and benefit from this crazy run that we just had. And assuming next year we get it even better, I, I can just see this program that keep going up, up and up. So. Well, I, I know you've been, you know, as closely following this program as, as I have over the years. So you'll, for those that were kind of watching the and didn't understand what she was, what coach Meyer was referencing. We've had some tough losses at home in the NCAA tournament. So as you mentioned, referencing FGCU, we've lost to them a couple of times. Um, referencing yeah. uh, Quinnipiac uh, beat us once at home. Um, so she was talking about that and, and in the context of what Melissa was just talking about. And, which then, is... and then even the last NCAA tournament before this past season, we drew South Carolina. Yeah, in the South Carolina. Round, yep. And they went on to win it. So the last two seasons we've lost to the eventual champion. In both? Because we lost LSU <laughs> and, and both men's and women's. Yeah, yeah. we've lost to the eventual champion. And it, and especially with the women's team, it it it's it it it, it kind of hurts your soul because you see so much potential in the team. And the previous year, when you know we made that run through the ACC tournament and beating Louisville and all this stuff, we had so much momentum going into the tournament and so much potential. And it's just you just you hit that one bad matchup, and it was so early in the tournament. It it just like you know this team has so much potential and what uh, a coach Meyer led team can do. And it's, it's finally like the kind of like you finally reap the benefits making it to the elite for the first time. And you can really see what this team can do late into March. So, yeah, you can I actually mean, see that when she was talking about kind of some of their past losses and then like yeah. how this year was different. And I mean, we were talking Cleveland, you know, off air, which you brought up in front of her. Uh, but uh, I feel like she's feeling I, I said. She she kind of just she kind of just was like smiling. I was like, yeah, we're already talking I, about how I, but I, but, uh, I mentioned them going to the final four multiple times. So and I I don't know that like, she's like that's not well because uh, especially when she's, she's not going to be like oh yeah we're going to go to the final four. I know that. Yeah, but, but when <laughs> she was talking about Lazaria and Kyla, if they make that same leap that Jasmine did, I think that's where yeah. her target is because you got veteran guards like Cheyenne Day Wilson and Jada Patrick. Those are veteran guards. Um, you got depth. Jada Patrick already shows she can go off in the Wasco Center. Yeah. So yeah, you got depth. You got everything there. If those two, you know, they're going to be sophomore bigs, make a jump. 
Well, Jada Patrick has one year of eligibility. Yeah, left. she does. But I mean, her her and Shane. But then the other. But then the other three. Yeah, Day Hilton. Wilson should have two. I think two um, has. Yeah, Ali Sedman has two, and then Lamaya Hilton was only a freshman. Yeah, she's got. So she's got. She's got you've three. Got, you've got three of those four players have multiple years left to develop under Coach Meyer, and 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 Hilton especially didn't get a lot of time in Arizona. She's a she was a true freshman, so. I think, you know, you see her maybe get uh, some time next year and then develop and then make that leap into her junior year. So, yeah. And just for some context on her, she was a top 100 recruit as well. So this, these are, yeah, she was a four star yeah. coming out of, of high school. Um, and then I also will say Cheyenne Day Wilson is originally from Canada. So <laughs> yeah, I, oh, Canadian, I, you know, there was only the so Canadian, much time. I wanted to ask her about why half of our teams from Canada. But, uh. the, the Canadian, the incoming Canadians for both programs. I'm just going to throw that out there. I haven't written in like caps in my notes about all the players. I'm like another Canadian. <laughs> yeah, we, have a, we, have, we have quite the Canadian footprint. Because Nwoko coming in from the men's side is also but from isn't, Canada. Isn't who else? Like we have other Canadian, like Lachey Dwyer is Canadian. Kyla Oldacre is Canadian. Um, that I think they came here to like play high school, like towards the end, but they're both like originally from Toronto. Um, like we have, we have a heavy, cause I remember cause, cause um, Amy Adelbert who calls some of our games does a lot of work with the heat too. She's mm-hmm. a cane legend. She's from Canada. And she's always like, that one's for Canada. That one's for Canada. She's talking about on our broadcast. So uh, we, we have a heavy Canadian influence here. Um, well, we had a recent football commit. Well, um, isn't, isn't Hilton from, from Canada, Canada too? I, I I might be mixing players up, but we definitely have quite a few Canadians. Um. Here. Oh yeah, she is. She's from Ontario. Yeah, that's, we were gonna ask. We again, we kind of we actually went along with Coach Meyer, but she was so interesting. We kind of asked questions that weren't on our list. So I'm gonna ask you one of the questions we kind of had for her, which is like, do you where? So looking ahead to next season, now you know we got the four players in the portal. Um, we don't actually have a, as far as I know, and I'm pretty sure Zach, we don't have a freshman coming in, um, for 2023. So. And then we've got all the returning players we, we mentioned. What gap do you see here that still needs to be plugged? Because I know she's, like I said, I think she's meeting with the 24 recruit. Not sure, yeah, but otherwise we gonna, you can talk we about it a little bit. We were going to ask her that. We were so, going to ask her that. So, so I'm going to ask you, what answer do you want to hear from Coach Meyer? Well, I think we have enough guards. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I think we're pretty good there. Um, I think we're straight on guards. Um, just depth, I guess. I, I mean – Sheesh. I mean, when we talked about it two weeks ago, we we're talking about how we needed scoring and we needed more guards. And I mean, I she literally kind of taking care of that. She like tenfold she ticked all the boxes. We are. you like, you want a shooter? She gets Stedman, who was one of the top shooters in the portal. Yeah. Like, it's literally everything that we had asked for. I think we're, I mean, I don't know that anyone else is really coming in at this point. I, I think because if you think about do we it, haven't, I don't even know if we have any more like. Do we have, I mean, how many players we, left? No, we, we have, we have spots because we got, because um, we lost seven. And we're bringing and in four. Four so far. Yeah, okay. four. We brought in four. So we definitely have spots. Um, but, I mean, we're pretty loaded. We have three front court players, assuming Latasha's healthy, which it sounds like she will be for sure for the start of the season. And then, I don't know, maybe like a wing? Yeah, so where do you four? see? So that's a good question. Then where do you where do you see like Stedman and, and Hilton playing? Because I think definitely, I, I think I think Coach confirmed this without confirming it. Kind of expecting Kylan Lazari to start at the five and the four. Um, Jazz definitely at the three. Feels like Patrick. I can and, see. 
maybe maybe Hilton coming off the bench to to spell Roberts. Right, and then so where does Sted, where does where does Stedman fit? Do you think then? Because because we've got starting assuming is Day Wilson Patrick. Jalea off the bench, even though she's been starting for two years, maybe. I mean, but then Lachey is always like awesome as the six six woman do you, coming do off the bench. Do you put Jalea as a six man now after she was starting? I mean, well, who's gonna wear them? This is there's too much talent. Um, so you could you could play really small and and put Jazz at the four and and, and bring Kyler Lazari off the bench, but that that is not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, because otherwise, I mean, I don't think you're bringing Jada off the well, bench. Hel- I don't think Helen you're is, definitely Helen, not bringing. Helen's like five eleven. I mean, I don't. I, is that playing small? If you, if you, uh, no, I, I don't know. Well, I don't uh, think Hilton's starting. I think the question no. is, we have, we have, Jazz is definitely starting, and then we yeah. have Patrick, Day Wilson, and Julia Williams. Yeah. And so that would mean you're sliding Jazz to the four and not starting Lazaria or Kyla, which I don't know that that makes... I think one of those three guards, I don't see how all three of them start. I was going to say, yeah, who do you put on the bench? Because I feel like you have to start Jazz, Lazaria, and Kyla. Yeah. Because I don't think Jazz is big enough to play the four. Like, Destiny played the four. She's a little undersized for it. So, so then who comes, up, who comes off the bench? I feel like it's... Probably Jalea. That's tough. That is tough. And and I, I I have a very high opinion of her, and she's definitely she's a starter like, starter. I, but, in my opinion, I don't see how you're not starting Day Wilson. Like I think, I think yeah, I think she has to start. Yeah. She's automatically starting. But then who do you start? Jalea or Jada? That's so tough. We have too many good players. What happened? <laughs> we went from no guards to way too many guards. We have too many players. Yeah, it's a tough one, right? It's a tough one to figure out what. And then you still have Lachey too in the mix there. I don't think she's going to start because she's always been like so good off the bench. And we all when... of a sudden have all of this depth. Yeah, no, we have a ton of depth because we haven't even talked like Stedman can probably play the two or the three. Um, Hilton probably the same thing. Although I think they'll naturally float to the three because of I think I think we're gonna see some small ball next year. I mean I don't think we start a, a smaller lineup, but I could definitely see us having four guards on the floor at some point. Yeah, no, I, I think that'll. I mean, I, I think you could definitely see that given that you know there's so much talent there. At some point, you're gonna want to see them on the court together, and also it allows us to do things like put on the press, pick up full court. I mean, if you start getting. Julia and, and Lachey out there off the bench, fresh, <laughs> and play the clamps on people. You're Can you imagine stuff. us? We're literally two weeks later. We're talking about how how Julia is gonna have to come off the bench. I don't. I don't know that she's gonna have to. Come I know, but I'm saying, but someone like, has if you to. Watch the, if you watched the pod two weeks ago, we were talking about like, yo, we don't have shooters. We need more guards and all this stuff. And now we're like. We have too many. No, she she literally, we went through a list of like, we need this, we need this. And it's just check, 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 check. You even mentioned yeah. like, be nice. We just had someone that was kind of their primary skill was shooting coming off the bench. She gets seven in here. I mean, it was literally like everything we ran down off of like the checklist of gaps we need to plug have been plugged so successfully that like something that we would never even think of, which is, you know, Julia coming off the bench might actually happen. That's kind of crazy. I mean, I think, I mean, it's either her or, or Jada Patrick, right? 
Yeah, I, I, like I said, I don't see how you don't start Day Wilson. That, that's there's that she's insane. Yeah, no, I think she has to start, and then yeah. I don't know, maybe Jaleel starting Jada Patrick will come off the bench because, you know, I, I, I don't because remember, coach did mention, you know, she knew some of these commits a while back, but they wanted to do their own announcement, so she held it. Um, mm-hmm. So I wonder if part of like talking to Jada Patrick was, yeah, you're going to come off the bench and, and stuff like that. They might've had those conversations like coach is a straight shooter. I too. don't know. I, I, I guess we're going to, we're going to have a lot to talk about next season. When well, we well the thing with, the thing with Jada, Jada Patrick, which I didn't realize is like, she had to transfer. Yeah. So that's what coach educated us there. I didn't realize they would, they didn't get I didn't know. COVID yeah. There. So, so she had to transfer to somewhere. So maybe this is the best spot for her. Maybe. Interesting time. So I guess I guess to answer my own question, then maybe one more big. Yeah, I would love. I, I I'm gonna keep saying. I say it for the men's team. Stretch four. I mean, I think Lazaria is supposed to be that. No more than one. <laughs> okay. If you you didn't watch the show last night because you're working, but this is like Danny Gillette obsessing with tight ends, and we're like, dude. <laughs> like the one position on the football team I'm not worried about currently. Well, because we might not use one. But anyway, um um I do that think too. But I think I wonder <laughs> I wonder where Latasha like she's kind of got like an all court game, but I think she could also stretch the floor. I just think we need one more big period just size wise. Um because this year well, we we'll see. I mean I don't expect us to have as much trouble with injuries as we did this year. We actually all three of the ones we mentioned just now all got hurt at one point this mm-hmm. year and Lola yeah. did too but like you know you're one injury away from not having a backup big because you're starting yeah. for them so I think I think if we're gonna go get anyone else in the play immediately I gotta I gotta start going to these nice steakhouses in Miami and see if I run into <laughs> coach Meyer and any of, any of the recruits <laughs> I mean you could just like you know stop by campus and say hey too right <laughs> She knows you now. She knows you now. You can stop by. Yeah, she's probably like that weirdo that was really nervous stumbling over her questions for 20 minutes. Could not tell you were nervous. Um, (laughs) Came across well. Good stuff. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rigs Kane Show. (laughs) You know.